0: <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So I don't want that to ruin
1: the podcast where I'm thinking, uh, I'd rather be doing this. So I was like, wait, why don't we just have a normal length podcast? Why don't
0: we just do the podcast like a normal podcast? <laughs> Instead of our weird Lord of the Rings length. Yeah, we haven't done a Lord of the Rings length podcast since like our first one. But. Well, no, but I still think that they're
1: they're like, not Lord of the Rings, but they're, you know the your standard uh Hollywood length movie now where it's two two like two to two and a half hours i would say yeah
0: we are we are recording hollywood movie length podcasts in a world of tv show length podcasts yeah
1: and we're even even shorter now right like people people want those youtube shorts or the tiktok format where oh yeah 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 it's
0: like minute long podcasts Mm -hmm. (laughs) can we talk about wavery 64 in 90 seconds (laughs) honestly you probably you probably (laughs) could yeah (laughs) Well, you've heard it here first, everyone. Welcome to the retro breakdown where we're gonna try to keep it short today. You will already know from looking at the length of this podcast whether or not we were successful, and I bet we won't be. I bet
1: we're gonna give it the old the old try the old yeah. college try
0: i mean if we can if we can keep it like around an hour and a half, I would consider that like a victory that's a that's a win yeah that's that's a, that's a
1: speedy podcast, yeah.
0: <laughs> We've had a couple that are around that short, but, like, it's definitely the exception, not the rule. I think we're so
1: used to talking that you, you start to feel, like, at least I do, I feel almost, like, guilty if, we, if we're trying to cut something short where it's like, well, yeah. huh, we haven't talked for 45 minutes on this topic yet. Am I, are we doing it wrong?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's I think because, like, the podcast is so much just us having a casual, uninterrupted conversation with each other.
1: Yeah, to and be like, like "Hey, it, Dean, it stop feels, talking."
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels weird to be like, "Okay, let's stop doing this and move on to the next segment" because that takes us that makes it clear that we're actually recording a show instead of what the podcast really is, which is, "Hey, I haven't talked to you since last week. Let's chat on what is essentially a phone for 2 hours." <laughs> that's that's what this podcast is. Thanks it really listening. is thanks for listening to our casual phone conversation I mean we've we just been have doing it for two club. years and it's doing alright so <laughs> I, I have no complaints but yeah you're right it's like we created our own book club and then talk about it each week yeah basically <laughs> yeah it's great Oh man! <laughs> All right, I, I introduced the podcast. Um yes. Okay. I'm Tom. You're Dean. Yep. I'm or Time Wanderer. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm also Dean. But like, if you want to find me on the internet, you'll find me at Time Wanderer at Twitch.tv/slash Time Wanderer, YouTube.com/slash Time Wanderer, where I generally yeah, play the going? games. I generally play the games that we talk about on this podcast, except not this one. Not. Th- <laughs> I sometimes I'm busy and I just have to play them on my own because I don't have time to stream them. But like generally I try to play them on on stream. The,
1: the, the real important ones like Crusader of Sentier there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Which if you haven't watched yet, I I, I highly encourage. Oh, wait, wait, is it is it coming out yet?
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, it's almost done, actually.
1: Yeah, then you should go find that because it's it's a blast.
0: Yeah, also like. Just a call way back. Our still our most popular uh, podcast to listen to is Illusion of Gaia, and that playthrough is still posted on YouTube as well. And that's one that's definitely worth going back to.
1: Yeah, Illusion of Gaia, Crusader of These are these are some.
0: <laughs> they're similar. They're similar games in spirit. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they're they're absolutely worth <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> it. those games were fun
0: <laughs> hey you know what we can do if we're really if we're really gonna screw with the format what's that let's take mail now dude i was about i was going to say i was going to ask if
1: you wanted to tell them how they can write to us and yeah then wow save wavelength yes or save
0: same whatever. same wave race <laughs> save wave race yes <laughs> oh man i i actually am going to talk about that later because like All I could think of when I was playing Wave Race is F-Zero and how neither of those franchises have gotten a game since the GameCube. (laughs) It's so brutal. All right, so if you would like to send us a... Usually we wait until like an hour into the podcast to do this, but we're, we're... we're messing around with stuff because we both have other things we want to be doing today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that to hurt the podcast, so we're like, okay, let's 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 do that. Let's do the speed run version.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice once in a while. <laughs> so, if you would like to send us a a uh, question or a request, a suggestion, hate mail, sure. Um, yeah, within reason, and please, you know, hold your death threats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see that. I mean I get all the emails, so I would just not tell you about it. I'd just send that to spam or report it or whatever. But Oh, I guess I guess that's
1: yeah, so you send it I'll, I'll to shield Dean, you I guess. from it.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll be your filter. <laughs> but you can send those messages to theretrobreakdown at gmail And it's nice that I'm saying this five minutes into the episode because usually it's like an hour in, so if you've fallen off <laughs> By, you know, the midpoint of the episode, because I name all of the episodes after the game we talk about, but then we don't talk about the game until 90 minutes into the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, you might want to do something else with, you know, skip, skip to the middle or something.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you, fa- if you fall off before we actually get to that point, then uh, you might not have heard that you can send us an email at theretrobreakdown at gmail.com. The retro breakdown at gmail.com all that's right. the retro breakdown at gmail.com all one word no underscores so did, did has anyone written to us I I bet you can't guess who
1: I don't have a clue There's
0: I still so many people I, we may we joke about this like every week at this point because it, and I feel bad because I don't want Swoggles to feel like his questions aren't welcome. Oh, I hope they're not. When they in fact, that they teams. are like the lifeblood of this segment. I mean, yeah, like
1: we said last time or the time before, that it's more or less carried by you completely.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, like, the jokes are all in good fun and we appreciate you. But uh, we'll cue the music and this will be really easy for editing because I won't have to look for when it actually happens. It's very that's early. That's true. That, this, that's really annoying. This is a really, really easy question. Okay. Um, Swaggles would like to know. Did I say cue the music? Yes. Well, okay. you said
1: you were going to say it, but I don't know if you actually said it. Okay, cue
0: the it. music now. Uh, Swaggles would like to know: Have either of you played D and D or another tabletop role playing game? No. I also well, it's, uh, basically no. Yeah it's I've never played I have it in an full capacity. Yeah, I have tried several times and never gotten past
1: the initial play session. Oh, that's not true. I I did have a Warhammer 40K starter kit thing that I got from somebody at some point. And what I mostly did with it was uh I was I'm, I'm a horrible artist. I mean like oh, the figures are complicated for me and I had to paint same. the figures.
0: Big same. <laughs> My figures
1: were a disaster. Mm-hmm. And my friend, uh, my my buddy Matt and I played like one time. We like looked through this colossal <clears throat> encyclopedia-sized, or you know, like the whole volume of encyclopedia-sized single rule book, and uh, uh, that was it. So no, I we never we didn't even play like a real session or anything. We kind of just messed around with like it came with it came with cool rulers. We're like, oh neat, this is for the tank bombs and stuff. Like it's 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 very exciting to me to see it and appreciate it i because it also came with like a, a magazine from i want to say it was called like white dwarf or something like that um that magazine. sounds right and it yeah sure right why not sure <laughs> um, and it had all these like you know it had it, it talked all about 40k and it had a ton of people sent in um, like playboards that they created and i was mesmerized by how awesome it was and i loved the idea of it but i'm a, not patient enough to follow through on my own, mm. and B, not skilled enough, even if I was patient enough to do it. Yeah, that's uh, fair. But no, I've never actually played D&D. I, I, I've been around people playing it. Like, I've watched some people play it, but it, yeah. I didn't get into it. I don't
0: know. I, uh... First of all, big same on the art thing. Like, <laughs> like dating back to, like, 10-year-old me in, like, 4th, 5th grade or whatever. Yeah. Um is like, oh, God, I cannot wait for this art class to be over so I can get to math. <laughs> See, the thing was, I didn't realize I was bad until later exactly. It's so not still- even that it's it's not even that I'm really, really like down on my ability. It's like I'm bad at it, but I don't like it. So I don't want to get better.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I think I was just I don't know. That's how Kyle and I became friends, because we, we were allowed to work with a partner in art class. And I was like, Kyle, let's be buddies, because you're good at art and I'm not.
0: Mm. That's, and yeah, cool that's it. helpful.
1: Um, if you're no, not knew, artistically
0: you inclined, having an artistically inclined friend opens a lot of doors for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like, well, it's sort it of sounds like, like you're using them, but like I, I just mean like, you know, it, no, I it introduces you like... to a lot of things that you wouldn't be able to really engage with <laughs> otherwise.
1: Yeah, it's what's it's true. With th- there are some skill sets that are like that. It's, it's kind of like you know the 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 programmer or the website person. Mm-hmm. They are, I'm sure, bombarded constantly by people being like, "Hey, can you do this for me?"
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, you were about to talk about the, your. You know um, who gets like the worst version of that is musicians. Oh, because it's 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 like a skill
1: that's sort of like that, and it's it's can you make this song for me or something? Right. It like it is. <laughs> you make this be- small like, ditty. <laughs>
0: There are so many, and I suppose art is basically the same, but it's like everyone thinks of music and they, if they're not like into music, really, then they have such a limited surface level understanding of, of like what that looks like. Yeah. Um, I, it's like the best example that I can come up with is I had a relative and I was introducing Jesse to them as a, you know, as a professional classical clarinetist who was getting a doctorate degree in clarinet performance. Yes. And yeah, you know, just like the high school band. Yeah. And she not understanding that was like, Oh, that's nice. Maybe you could go compete for the $50 prize at the local bars. Open mic night. <laughs> yeah. That, that that It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> the venue for that. Sure.
1: <laughs> I can try. I'm not sure if people will want to listen to my music.
0: It's just a complete misunderstanding of like of like what that environment looks like. Cuz like the 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 place that that takes her is like, you know, orchestra orchestra jobs, private studio teaching, you know, uh college professorships. Yeah. You know, that type of that type of environment, and it's like mic night at open okay, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, like the bar down the street has an open mic night on Thursdays. Open mic.
1: I can't even imagine someone pulling out like, like, like a you know a, a a clarinet or a violin or like you know they bring their cello to open mic night, <laughs> like at the bar, like the local water hole, yeah. just a dive bar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: But it's like <laughs> your this
0: is this person's this is this person's understanding of like what it means to be a musician. That like this this is what they think about when they think about like performance of music. Yeah, that's where they're at with it. So anyway, d d though. Um, so I can point to probably three or four different instances where i have tried. Okay. You know, i sat down, i made a character, i uh, you know, i kind of got into the the first bit of rules, maybe did like a a short two or three hour sort of starter scenario type of thing. Mm-hmm. And just came away from the whole thing feeling really awkward. <laughs> How so? Like what do you mean? What, what, I don't know, what was just that the, hit you strange. I, it's, it's weird for me as someone who is a writer by trade, you would think that storytelling would come naturally to me because that's ultimately what a D and D game is, is. just like, it's sort of active storytelling with an RNG component. Yeah. Um, and for some reason that sort of like kind of improv style storytelling does not click with me at all. Yeah, that's, I feel you know, very uncomfortable with it.
1: No, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I was, I, it, it sounded like I wasn't quite sure what you meant, but it was, I wasn't, I was pretty sure that's where you were going, and I didn't know how to put it into words. So that was, that's exactly that was one of the issues I sort of had when I watched other people play, because mm-hmm. I was thinking I was putting myself in their shoes and being like, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable doing this for some reason. I don't know why, because I shouldn't. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be, you know, do something weird or different or. Yeah. It's not that it's weird. I mean, it's weird for me, right?
0: Right, Um, right. And it's usually, like, it's usually I'm with friends, so it's not like I'm uncomfortable around them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, like, in that scenario, I think there's something to be said also about, like, the immersion aspect Mm -hmm. also doesn't really hit with me, so, like, especially when it is people that I'm friends with, and seeing them shift into their, like dramatic storyteller mode (laughs) sure and it's like i'm not into this (laughs) like (laughs) and i know that this is a style thing right yeah um some people some people really try to play up the uh the the narrative aspect of it and some people are just like some people just run their games like okay so you you know you come to this thing yeah. And, you know, you see these things, and what do you want to do? And I think that a, a more casual style like that, where we're not trying to, like, you know, have a seance... Yeah. <laughs> yes. is ...would
1: would suit me better. Yeah, that'd be my vibe, for sure. And if you want to get goofy, like, occasionally, then it's kind of fun. Like, if you're trying yeah. to give your character a reason for doing something, especially if it's something stupid, which would be where I would... <laughs> reside, yeah, and, and like. certainly,
0: certainly from what I've seen... Like people absolutely play like that, <laughs> yeah. If not more often than not, I would say. <laughs> um, so I mean, there, there. I, I know that there is there is room for all of that to happen. I just like, I either just haven't found it, or I just, or just the the whole like, the whole like being off balance because I'm not really accustomed to that live improv style storytelling and coming up with like i don't feel like i'm particularly creative when it comes to like you know when it comes to being presented with a scenario and then being like what do you want to do yeah well and then then if i'm not i feel
1: like i'm playing it wrong or i'm 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 missing the marker like i'm yeah i so i want i really would like to play uh, oh god gloomhaven but but okay. th- there's a, there's a digital version of it on steam now which seems really convenient because then you don't have to set the board up and stuff. And it's yeah. basically D&D, but all of the story stuff kind of just happens for you. And then you're just making decisions based on your character and how you think you want to play, like how you want to role play your character. But all of the, the details are handled for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I that's, that's kind of where I would be more comfortable if I was going to yeah. get into something D&D-like.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a similar thing to like it's totally different, but like it's kind of how I feel about playing it's kind of how I feel about playing Monopoly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in this mean? in the sense that like if I'm going to play it, I want a digital version of it. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Okay. Because like handling all of the money and the pieces and having to deal with, like, everything... All the houses getting shifted if you bump the board slightly and having to reset them. I hate that. Take that away from me. People People going off about their miniatures, like, hey, I'm glad you like it. If I never have to touch a tangible piece of anything to play this game, that's how I want to play it.
1: <laughs> I think... I'm I'm not that extreme, but I know what you mean.
0: (laughs) I think... I mean, I'm just not into the tangible aspect of things at all. Yeah, right. Like, a digital version of just about any board game would be preferable to the physical version. Because, like, I don't... Because the setup is instantaneous. The pieces do not get bumped or shifted around. You don't ever have to worry about any of that, like, analog imprecision crap like mm-hmm. everything just is where it's supposed to be all the time and you don't have to you don't have to count you don't have to calculate like all of that stuff happens in the background and you can just play mm-hmm. and that's what i that's what i want yeah no i i completely get what you're where you're coming from i i, I like i actually like the physical like the most people of do. I am, I completely recognize that I am in the, in the, I'm in the minority here, 100%. but but what you're saying. So since we live in a small apartment,
1: me being, I, it would be impossible for us to play Gloomhaven Cause it takes a long time to set up. And then the games take a long time. And then it's like, you know, three hours have passed, but you're not really done with your campaign yet. So right. then it's impossible to, you just have to leave it set up in the corner of the room for a while. Yeah. Which for would, like a couple of days, which would actually be like literally be impossible where yeah. we currently live. So, Having a digital version of it would be fun because then it would, you know. Yeah, you, you could, could just play it.
0: save it digitally.
1: <laughs> so it's been on sale a couple of times on Steam, but uh, it, the sale is not deep enough versus how many other things
0: I have to play. Yep. So no, I, I, I totally get it. it. You know what I marked on Steam the other day is Mist. Really? There, there is a 2021 re-release of Mist. Really? Yeah, they, they completely remastered the whole thing in Unreal Oh, is this the walking one with, like, VR or whatever? Apparent... Well, yes, it is actually... It is VR compatible, and I think they give you the option between free movement and, I guess, like, the teleport-style... Okay, um, yeah, yeah. ...frame-based movement. So I was asking in Discord the other day about what the definitive version of Mist would be if I were to play it, and... Nobody had a really definitive answer but <laughs> the, one the, person yes one <laughs> one person did uh, did link to like the the latest release from the original developer and I was like that seems a safe bet And then I was like you know Mist does actually make a ton of sense as a VR game. Hell
1: yeah, even the, even the awkward teleporting kind of movement in VR.
0: That actually is how VR movement actually works most of the time.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it, seems, it, it seems like a perfect
0: VR game. It seems like it was made for VR in the early 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least the, the VR that would, you know, come available 25 years later. Yeah, it was the long game for, for, for Cyan Worlds. So I'm I'm certainly not going to make this like a big announcement or anything. But I am considering if I can make it work, maybe when I go to play Mist, I might actually try to stream it in VR. Oh, dude, that'd be cool. Because would- I've been thinking about playing it because, you know, Riven was a reasonably good time and it made me... I say reasonably. It was it was a good time. It was just you know puzzle frustrating like pu- like puzzle games tend to be. Yeah. Um, but though I, at the end of it, like I have very fond memories of it, and it made me really curious about the entire franchise. Really. So I was like, if I were to go back and play Mist now, which one should I play? And it's like it would be actually really dope to play the VR one. I've never streamed anything in VR, but. This seems like one that could work. I
1: think so. And and it, when when people stream in VR, is there a way to have the
0: the chat? Like can you like put like a little see-through window of things? Yes, I've seen it before where people have it set up. I don't know how to do it and I also don't know if it works with the Quest.
1: Oh, right, yeah, that's true.
0: Because that's kind of a it's kind of a standalone thing, so you can't really like I think it's harder to load like API type stuff into mm. it than if you had like a Vive or something that's actually running through your computer. Mm. That makes sense. So, so yeah, I don't know. I I would want to have something like that where I where I can actually see chat. But well, you'd either need that or you could have Jesse just read chat reading. while I'm playing. Yeah,
1: ah, uh, <laughs> something like that, right? You could you could always do it that way if you can't figure out a workaround. It's it's not as Elegant, but <laughs> it would get the job done.
0: Yeah, i I wouldn't want to take up her time with that. I could maybe install like a text to speech. That would be fun for a lot of reasons. <laughs> that would be fun for a lot of reasons, especially if chat is active and it never shuts the hell up. That's <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, and some people in chat type very, uh,
1: they 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 type in a way that's fun to read, but it'd be hilarious to have like a chat to speech read it sometimes. Because of the the way that they write sentences and things, yeah, yeah, that could be that could be entertaining.
0: Well, and then hearing it read out like emo spam. <laughs> the kid,
1: so suddenly, the mist stream has nothing to do with mist. <laughs> it has nothing at all to do with mist.
0: Exactly, absolutely not. <laughs> all right. So, real quick, what are you up to this week? Um, work. <laughs> yeah no dude same <laughs> actually that's half of the reason we're like let's do the podcast fast because we both had like long ass weeks and we're just like can we just lay down for a bit please <laughs> so uh leticia was she did play through stray while oh was that
1: I, while i was doing stuff on the computer and it, it, it was cool i liked watching her play it it was the atmosphere is wonderful like the 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 mm. cyberpunk future aesthetic it's really sweet to to see it playing out yeah the gameplay is really basic like it's a simple you know kind of i don't know third person action sort of puzzle platforming puzzly platforming yeah but there's not much of any of that really <laughs> like there's not that much puzzling. There's not that much platforming. There's not that much action. It's it's more of just the the fun of exploring a world as a cat. And yeah, sure you can die and things like. There's a trophy for, or an achievement or whatever for if you die more than nine times. But the game's simple enough where you may not even <laughs> do that. Like that's
0: funny actually, right? Yeah, no
1: the 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 some of the trophies are are kind of clever. Yeah, it's, it's still fun to look through a trophy list to see what the developers have decided would be a. a, a a challenger or, or or what they think is funny. I mostly like looking through it because it's sometimes they take a lot of care in naming them or like having a pun or something uh, like the description is goofy. There is there was actually one in the Avengers, the really dumb gas, uh, you know, game that came out two years ago where there was like a dramatic... Cutscene, and then the the trophy pops up in the middle of it and it's something like well that's enough of that and it made me laugh because it seemed <laughs> wrong and out of place or something it was something like that i don't like I don't it's remember sandbagging
0: exactly what it was. it's sandbagging its own games events <laughs> yeah, that was,
1: and that, i thought that was really
0: funny and i'm sure
1: there was a lot of people that were
0: made like were frustrated by that <laughs> man like there's a whole long history of uh There's a whole long history of of achievements popping up at, like, the wrong time. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think the the one that most people probably ran into at some point is, like, you get the last hit in on the final boss, and you don't know if it's the end of the game. (laughs) And then the the achievement pops up, and it's like, the end. You did it.
1: And you're like, oh. It's like,
0: oh, I guess I'll just watch the ending now. I guess I'll just. It would be
1: funny if if it was like that, like it popped up, and then it then there was another one that was you know just kidding or something like that after you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Set the controller down. <laughs> but
0: achievement timing can also be amazing <laughs> if it's done right. Yeah. Double Dragon Neon has the best achievement timing ever, bar none. What what, what happened? I don't. I don't have a clue actually. There is a, um, the ending song as the, it, it, the ending song features the big bad of the game, basically like falling down off of a cliff. Perfect. And just, and just falling repeatedly. And then he starts singing the ending song about how he lost. Oh, wow. And it is basically like to the theme of the main double dragon theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the lines in the game, one of the lines in the song towards the end is "Here's a medal for your victory." Oh, and then the achievement, and pops. then the, and then the achievement pops up, <laughs> and it's like that's incredible. Yeah, no, that's good. Like, that's good. Like, trophies and achievements are so often just, just kind of like, you know, thrown in there.
1: Yeah, or or it's just for doing it. A- just you know, a task that's in the game, or it's something stupid like
0: yeah, and it's open just the menu. It's an afterthought. It's something mm-hmm. where like you know, Microsoft started requiring that game companies do them, so they're like, all right, just make sure the achievements pop. Who cares?
1: I mean, yeah, with Microsoft and Sony both made it a requirement, so then you ended up getting insane stuff sometimes, or or it's insanely easy or insanely impossible because the, the developer didn't think about it for. More than a second. It was you know get yeah. ten thousand kills in this multiplayer game. Sure, whatever. Who cares?
0: <laughs> back in the uh, back in like seventh seventh gen. What was PS three and three sixty? Was that sixth gen or seventh seventh gen? I think it's seventh. Seventh console gen. Who keeps track of this? Some I should. Seventh.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seventh. That's what that sounded right.
0: Yeah. So seventh gen, like. Xbox actually made them a requirement, mm-hmm. and for a while on p s three it was an option it was an option, yeah, and you you yeah there was
1: some and and it would caused some i remember there, i i i read about it there was like a lot of syncing issues and yep. some games and and there wasn't platinum trophies at first, there was just you know whatever points you want to assign kind of a thing or like however many yep. like, trophies or whatever it was mm-hmm. uh and then they made them all requirements later,
0: yeah. And now it's like a big compliance thing where it's like, yeah, make sure that the game doesn't crash on boot, and make sure the achievements go, and anything else goes. Everything else is fine. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's how QAB. There are, but anyway, but like because it is a compliance thing, because you cannot ship the game out the door without those things popping but like it's not something that the designers are really thinking of first and foremost so a lot of times it's just it's just tacked on it's just mm-hmm. it's just like yeah all right just give them achievements after each chapter and then have a couple for like killing a certain number of enemies mm-hmm. yeah i th- i think it's it's gotten a little bit better it has in turn well it's actually gotten a lot better from that
1: especially for the big like the the first party um sony games where yeah they yeah. they, they I, some people are angry about it <laughs> big surprise the they've made the, the lists more accessible too so it's for doing something that's it's not necessarily a skill based challenge all the time sometimes it's more of just like hey do all these different things and you'll get to see right all various aspects
0: of the game and basically you know, the, substituting time for for skill yeah
1: yeah, and of course, there's still skill-based ones. I'm not saying that, but, like, the that was a huge complaint of the Spider-Man game. People mm. were honestly mad that the Platinum was easy to get, and they're like, it's starting this trend of easy Platinum. It's like, dude, nobody cares about your nobody
0: Platinum. Nobody cares.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> you shouldn't care as much. <laughs> like, it's 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 fun, yeah. but, you know, if someone that's not good at video games wants to be able to get them, too, that's cool, because there's still going to be just as many hard games for you to play. It just won't be Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Like big games like that, especially Spider Man, where you're using a you're using like a big popular IP, like those games are going to be built to be as much fun as possible for the most number of people, as they should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like trophies and achievements are such a periphery part of of what makes a game fun. It is it's such a like they're there for the people who care and for everyone else, they're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, and it, those... it's, it is not something worth getting upset about. No. Well, especially
1: when it's now, if they don't work or they're not popping like correctly at the right time, then I can understand being upset because then it's sure. like something's broken in the game. But if it's just because yeah. it's easy, then it's sort of weird. Just like it's silly to be upset if it's too hard. <laughs> right. It's, it's I, I can see it going both ways, uh, but I, I, I lean more towards if it's a big game that a lot of people are going to play like Spider-Man or ghost of Tsushima, like make the platinum attainable for the majority of people, because it's going to make, I don't know, a lot of people feel good to get that, whatever. Yeah. And then they, they, they end up with all those games. They release free DLC later. That's like play through the game on hard mode.
0: Right. So then, right. Right. So then the, the, those people still have something to, to, you know, get. I, I really dislike the, the achievements that require you to like play through the entire game, like three times. Oh, those are the worst, especially if the difficulties don't stack. Yeah, that's, but like, I, I understand they're just trying to give you a reason to replay. But like, I so like, I have every achievement in Fall Guys except for one. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it the one we have to win like three in a row? Five. Yeah, five, excuse me, five. Yeah. I have actually won three in a row oh really yeah oh, that's too bad that would
1: have been that would have been good then three seems like a nice number
0: yeah <laughs> but no you have to win five in a row five and, in a row uh, is excessive yeah it's hard to it's hard to do um and i got like every achievement in that game within a week oh holy cow and now it's been like two years and i don't have the last one <laughs> and like would i like to have it yeah is it excessively difficult yeah am i mad about it no why Right, right, yeah. It would it would be
1: different if you had like a, a need to complete the hundred percent, or if it was like.
0: um... I mean, I get it. For like a lot of people, it's a it's a obsession thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, we you know you use the word OCD, but you don't actually yeah. mean OCD because that's we we, <laughs> we we tend to to lean on that phrasing a there, lot when there we are don't certain, understand
0: what it means. Yeah, there are certain mental health terms that we uh that we overuse to describe much lighter symptoms yes like depressed or depression yeah depression and ocd i feel are are
1: some of the the two or two of the the highest used that are not used appropriately
0: yeah absolutely it's like if you're like oh yeah that episode gave me depression no it didn't <laughs> No, it really didn't. Was, depressed, depressed and sad are different things.
1: The, the episode giving you depression is pretty. That's that's spot on for how people use it though. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. How did we get to achievements? What were... I don't know. Oh, because we were talking about stray having the oh yeah yeah the, so the cool. nine
1: lives one. That's that's what uh. That's, that's the, the, the game that I saw
0: this yeah. week. Or um, sort of. I <laughs> finished Tunic. Oh, Hey, was it good? Um, Did you like it? It's very good. It's very good. It's like, I said several times during the playthrough that like, I, I've said multiple times that La Mulana is like my favorite game that I can't recommend to people. And Tunic is your favorite game that you can. <laughs> Tunic is the Lamulana game that I can recommend to people. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> because it has an equally like it has an equal sort of commitment to sort of brain bending riddles, mm-hmm. but it actually gives you the information to solve it in a way that makes sense, and it's not caught. Co- it's not. F- it doesn't want you to run all over the map trying to figure things out it wants you to just sit down and look and read and 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 learn oh that's kind of awesome that's rad so it's it's much it's still equally rewarding to figure out sure in that la mulana outer wilds kind of way um, that's another one
1: i'd like to play at some point i have not outer wilds had is a really to...
0: yeah very very good very very good um but yeah, tunic does a does a similar thing where it's, you know, the puzzles are it, at first I was like, "Boy, these puzzles are really a lot more straightforward than I thought. I hope it gets more difficult." And then by the end I was like, "Holy crap, I can't believe this is happening."
1: <laughs> yeah, like it was
0: it was a wild shift in in perception. That's awesome.
1: I, I missed your whole playthrough, but it's just, just because there's a chance I want to play it. And I
0: feel like that's a game that you really don't want to have spoiled. You absolutely do not want to watch one second of Tunic if you have any intent of playing it.
1: Yeah, I saw you streaming it and I was like, uh, no, I'm not watching that. So I just I left it on in the background. So then,
0: you know, I'd accrue my my useless channel points. Yep. <laughs>
1: i'll make them worth
0: something soon i like people were talking about them the other day and i was like oh yeah i never actually made anything that you can use those for oh
1: i wasn't saying it as like a slam on your uh channel i meant in general they're fairly useless because you know the rewards can't be anything all that exciting because otherwise you'll end up in a situation like last year. yeah i'm not
0: gonna make it game requests again I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to try not to make it something that requires like a whole lot of work on my part. Yes, that's, that's a good idea. But, you know, I'll try to make it something fun that I can maybe do quickly. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I only have like 600,000 points. So like, like maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll like do a stream with a hat or something.
1: Oh, no, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's a standard one. Yeah. You could even change your hat.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Something like that. <laughs> Not like I'm going to play your favorite 40-hour action RPG from the PS1 era. No, no. You. you it turns out that that doesn't work out for. That well. doesn't work out well at all. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm like t-minus two weeks from having to start Final Fantasy 14. I know you're so excited, and you're just. I. You know what? I like. I say I have to, and I, I make a big thing you know i make a big thing about like oh yeah i'm being forced to cuz charity but like with all of the hype surrounding it i am actually genuinely curious to lay to like put my hands on it and just kind of see what it's like you know i like yeah. and i'm going to play it for exactly long enough to to get a feel for what the game is actually like I know there's going to be a bunch of people who are like, no, 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 no. It doesn't get really good until you've played for 175 hours. And who knows? Maybe you'll end up loving it. Who knows? I very well, like I'm leaving that possibility open. I definitely don't want to go. I'm trying as hard as I can to go in without preconceived notions, without all of the baggage of like, I don't like, um, MMORPGs without, all of that stuff sort of pre-coloring my opinion and just go in and try to play a video game and just get the enjoyment out of it that I'm going to get out of it and see how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also going to set, um, probably in the next couple of days, I'm going to set some ground rules on like, here's how this playthrough is going to go. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm not going to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because one of the big things is, like, this is not going to be a social thing. Yeah, you're all not, not going like, to do dungeons of the, with people. Yeah, all of the 14 people who are like, let me come play with you so you can breeze through the easy missions and I can get you to the fun stuff. And it's like, no, I want to play the game. Yeah, Like, I don't want someone to come in and, like, do everything for me and tell me what to do, because this is going to be an experience of discovery. That's how like that's how I like to go into a game. I like to go into a game knowing as little as possible and learn as I go. That's an enjoyable experience for me. Yeah. I don't want to go into a game and have someone in my ear the entire time telling me what to do minute to minute so that I'm basically just following directions. No, that's that's the worst way to play probably
1: any game for the first time.
0: Yeah. So I'm... I'm as basically as... going to set some ground rules of like, nobody tell me what server you're in unless you want me to intentionally avoid you. <laughs> well, being
1: if you, so, I would say you should find out what server people are playing on if you have a lot of friends in the same server and then just you can just mute them. The only reason I'm saying that is I don't know if it's set up like other MMOs where I don't remember. I, f- I think they have cross server stuff, but let's just say you end up loving the game and you would like to be able to play with them at some point. You don't want to shoot yourself in the, the... foot.
0: If that's the case, I straight up will just join a different server with a new character. Oh, okay, okay. Like, after nine days? I guess that's true, it's nothing. Yeah. And it's like, it's not nine entire days, either. That's gonna be nine days of, like, three or four-hour streams. Well, if you're gonna be that serious, you should also then hide your character creation
1: part. <laughs> oh,
0: no, gonna that's gonna be episode server. one.
1: Well, I was just thinking that's, like, the, the
0: people will see what server you're on, and then they'll just message you if that's what you're worried about. Oh, the... Listen, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about being, like, spammed with messages. I am worried about, like, I don't want there to be... If if I've got people, if I've got friends or people in the community, they're on, like, four or five different servers. Yeah. Then, like, choosing one of their servers is basically like choosing favorites. Uh, Okay. And I don't want that. So if someone tells me, Hey, I'm on this server, come join me on this server. I'm going to just not do that on principle. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I do think there's, on. I do think there's cross server stuff. I don't have any plans to actually play with people because that will make me not like the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like that's like, I've heard that it's a fairly enjoyable experience, single player. Um, and that's what I want to experience. I've said this before, I feel like a lot of MMOs and gas-type games are, like, a lot of them are not so much fun as they are fun-adjacent.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're playing with people, so it's exciting.
0: Yeah, like, the gameplay is not what you're doing to have fun. What you're doing to have fun is hanging out with your friends, and the game just happens to be the environment where that takes place. So, I, you know... I don't you know, think that's the case all the time. I think sometimes is a genuinely enjoyable co-op experience, and I have no doubt that if you're really into FF14, that that is one of those situations. But that's not what I'm looking for. I just want to go in and get mechanics and story and just kind of see stuff. So I I'm going to so try curious. to avoid
1: people as much as possible. Uh, I, the first... Because your streams are usually around four-ish hours.
0: Yeah. Three to four. <laughs> I, I am...
1: I'm going to be so curious to see if you even kill a single thing.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that we'll have I'm sure that we will get just because... to a couple of early, you know, go kill a cute bunny out in the field 10 times and bring back the spoils for a, a tutorial side quest. I'm just saying because you like to explore and some of those starting
1: cities you get put in are huge.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to stay, re- like, because I'm going to have basically a time limit ticking down in my head, I'm going to try to stay relatively plot-oriented. May I offer a suggestion? You may.
1: Uh, when playing the game, only read text from, like, story quests then. Like, the, the so there's going to be, like, a main storyline, and then there'll be all the, you know, the bullshit side quests yep. that are yep. technically story because they're kind of linked Together, sometimes through professions or like important stuff. But there's there's clear there is definitely a main path through 14, uh, more so than any other MMO. And you could you could pretty easily gloss over the side stuff because it's going to be like you said, hey, I need help in the fields. Go kill these things, and there'll be Mm -hmm, like some mm -hmm. diet. There'll be some stuff involved there, but who cares? Um, If you want to see the most, if you want to get the most out of the uh, the main experience, you might. (laughs) yeah i think that's ignore some of that i
0: think that's good advice as i approach 150 hours in xenoblade chronicles 2 and my patience with it starts to wear thin but there's like three side quests left so i can't let it go yes yes um i am i am feeling that really hard where it's like we want to see the most of the game i need to not get bogged down with this stuff yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun watch i'm i'm looking forward to
1: uh, to that, or at least catching the video later if I can't watch it live.
0: Uh, whoa, the, the uh, ho- ho- hold on a minute. I'm holding, we could just hold for you know a break and then talk about wave race. All right, wave race <laughs> <laughs> that line specifically. God, okay, so I think I mentioned it before. But like Wave Race was like the second N sixty four game I ever had. Yeah, you said like st- it was
1: like Zelda, Mario,
0: and and uh, uh, a- and Wave, Wave Race. Race. Yeah. So like this game got played a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Did you did you as a as a uh, a young lad? Did you
1: end up you know doing everything in the game, yes. getting all the gold medals and playing yep. in mm-hmm. reverse mode
0: and everything? Totally. Yeah. That's <laughs> so fun dude i like i used to hang out on like marine fortress the the fourth mm-hmm. stage yeah and just like go in and just ride the like try to see how high i could go off the waves yep. and try to do tricks yep, yep. and like <laughs> there's a there's a way to like pull off a particular a particular kind of flip where like if you mess up the flip at a certain angle you just like your your character kind of like rockets off to space oh my god really yeah it's it's like it's like when you're doing a backflip and you land like midway through the backflip and the uh oh so it's <laughs> the the jet ski kind of yeah. like flips around to correct itself and you fall yeah. off of it but you like you fly up <laughs> So it like fling it like slingshots you off of it into the air. And then you and then your character still ends up swimming up from the water to get back on.
1: So That's I would just do
0: one. that over and over and over again. Like literally literally I would let the time max out. Yeah, so it's it's funny my memory of
1: Waveray 64 was just playing in some sandbox mode, but that yep. doesn't exist. No it does. <laughs> well, but I mean Wait, wait, it does. does? Yeah.
0: If you go into warm-up mode. Oh, warm-up mode, that's right. But it's weird though cuz I think you have to go into championship and then you have to pick warm-up. Or something like that. Cuz I did like a championship
1: run through. I did um, too. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I just did start the race and then there's warm-up.
0: Yeah, warm-up ah. is just is just sandbox
1: right around. Okay, that's what I remember playing and I was like, I don't know cuz I played through the championship mode on uh normal and expert or whatever. I didn't do the final one. Um, I didn't even try warm up mode. And I was like, huh, I don't see like a, a sandbox mode. That's funny. Okay. So that is still there. That was my memory of just, I just remember driving around dolphin park
0: for totally. Like yeah. Hours. I don't know how that's possible, but that's what I remember. No, doing. Absolutely. Yes. Like, I think <laughs> that like, okay. So there's a lot to wave race. Wave race on the surface is just a very simple racing game. You know, you're on jet skis, you have this sort of slalom style, like left, right, left, right, go around yeah. the bumpers thing. It's a solid racing game. By virtue of being a jet ski, it's it's it makes it a
1: little more interesting in terms of a standard racing game just because of how it controls. Right. Like yes. you can do really sharp turns and stuff in the way that mm-hmm. if you stop if you stop pressing the gas even for a second, you lose all control of your your mm-hmm. your jet ski. Like, you know, you can't turn at all.
0: Um, So, which gets into what I was, which gets into what I was, uh, what I was like leading up to is like, it is a racing game, but let's not get it twisted. Wave Race 64 is a physics sandbox. Yes, I was
1: going to say that's, that's my memory of it as a kid was just messing around and doing flips. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm doing a barrel roll right now.
0: (laughs) Man, the barrel roll is like the worst trick. It is, but it's so
1: fun. <laughs> I my favorite was I actually just like doing the one the, the handstand one a lot I thought that yep. was that
0: was cool it's very easy to pull off and it's super it's it is very easy to pull off. this game true. is so technically impressive for its era uh for a launched well excuse me like a
1: month after launch in the United States I don't know when it was released in like Japan
0: I looked at it last night and I was like this game looks great it does it, it I don't know why there it are looks games good. that will come out in 2022 with budgets 10 times the size of this game and the water won't look that good <laughs> the, water, the water is very impressive it is it and I mean just... granted it's it's a it's a jet ski game it's about water so you have to make the water look good but they didn't have to make it look that good Well I, I, this
1: is, this is one of those games that if you were, you know, 10, somewhere like eight to 15, 16, when the 64 came out, it was one of those ones you could just get lost in. Yeah. Because it was, it's kind of like the first time you play, you know, a Grand Theft Auto or one of those things where it's like, whoa, this is just explain like you're racing in a way that you've never or you've playing a game like you've never been able to play before where you're just messing around and doing stuff in a 3d space yeah it and, feels
0: like you can just do whatever you want
1: yeah and and obviously you can't <laughs> there's tons but of there's, limitations but it doesn't matter because yeah. there's like a dolphin riding next to you too it's it's rad yeah and then there's i mean there's, I mean, the there's dolphin
0: or well ride. and there's yeah, you know, the maps are ultimately like not as big as they seem they're tiny
1: yeah, that was oh, that, okay. That was what was uh when I was playing through. Uh, you know, I'd play through champion. I was like, oh, that was really fast. These maps are pretty small. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Then it's like, oh, is there another? Is there like another circuit? Or were there only eight tracks? <laughs> there are <laughs> or
0: eight maps or whatever, and technically it's the, nine because of Dolphin Park.
1: Yeah, well, and well Dolphin Park is where I spent almost all of my
0: time. As Dolphin I Park can. is unironically the best map, but it's the only one that you don't do a championship race on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: Um, but they're, they're, they're pretty, they're small. The the maps are yep. not big and they're not even super intricate or anything. I don't know. It didn't matter. I had, I had a great time playing through the a game again. Absolutely. My, my yeah. Kawasaki jet ski.
0: <laughs> I looked up like, cause I, I went to get uh music for the podcast and like this game is actually listed as wave race 64 Kawasaki jet ski. It sure is. I think there was a licensing dispute at some point
1: in one country or another where it got in the way like something about kawasaki the kawasaki part got taken away it's on on one iteration of the game in one region or maybe it was when it was re-released on virtual console or something i'm not sure sure but i it makes I sense there is, there is something where the licensing got gotten it, it, it lapsed or something right I don't yeah know. yeah yeah makes <laughs> sense but it's the kawasaki jet ski game for for us <laughs> And that's actually how it is in the on the on the switch online, too.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that they kept that branding in. I was kind of expecting the crazy taxi thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where like those logos just get replaced with, you know, generics. I mean, they
1: could have just made it illegible text and it's on the 64. and You would have been like, that's fine.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I like I'm playing it and I'm like, did they upscale this? (laughs) <laughs> for switch or did it does it really look this good yeah why there's the, no way it looks this good why do the models look
1: so good i mean they're <laughs> blocking everything but like the jet ski like everything looks really
0: good really a, good for like a nintendo 64 game and like you said a near launch title like it didn't come out in 2000 it came no, out it, in 96. It was, it
1: was pretty much a month, like it was pilot in America it was Mario 64 and Pilot Wings and like a month later we got Waver or Wave Race 64 and and then the Mortal Kombat trilogy uh which was awkward because you know you didn't use the joystick you used the D-pad to play it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure anyways I don't remember now. But I I I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those this is a fighting game on the 64, huh. Yep. <laughs> But I mean, this is this is one of three games that came out within the month or two of of, of the launch. In,
0: yeah, yeah. In, uh, the sixty four. So like, it still looks great. Essentially, a launch title. Yeah, I, in, I suppose in all it's, but in all but technicality.
1: Yeah, you could do launch window, but for the sixty four, I feel like it's a launch title since it launched with you know
0: two games. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I. I kind of expected to come back to Wave Race and be like, yeah, I bet it hasn't aged well. And it's actually aged incredibly well. It's it's aged better than I than I would have. Like, it might be (laughs) one of the best aged N64 games, period.
1: Yeah, that's 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 kind of where I'm at because the jet ski controls really well. Really well. Like, it's really physics
0: make a lot of sense. Everything feels natural
1: yeah yeah exactly and it's it has really like you're you're you don't nothing nothing controls uh nothing happens that you don't expect like it's it's mm-hmm. exactly as your movements like as you're you know using the joystick to control the jet ski you're like yeah that makes perfect sense that that's yeah. exactly what i thought it would do oh the way it hits that wave exactly what i anticipated
0: yeah 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 uh and it's or, still like difficult to control you, you touched on this earlier but like the the fact that uh, you are on a jet ski and you're dealing with like choppy waves, and you hit, like it is not a flat surface. No, no, and and the way that you use the joystick, so like if you push it down to the
1: bottom, you know, mm-hmm. down right, it it ma- can make extremely sharp turns that can then throw you off entirely because if you let go of the gas, then you just stop moving. Yeah. So you can't let go of the gas, and mm-hmm. and you're trying to go, you know, slalom between the the left and right arrows. Yeah. Uh, and and that speeds you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So th- th- there's a lot going on. The games, I didn't play the the last difficulty, but I was having trouble with the the second difficulty. Um, just,
0: I you know. I played uh, normal, hard, and expert difficulties. Okay, so uh, I, I did hard, not now, play expert. reverse. Yeah. Um, and then I I poked around a little bit in stunt mode because stunt mode is fun. Yeah, it's fun to do um, the tricks in the in the in the flips. <laughs> if, if stunt mode is fun, and also like impressive and unnecessary so, well yeah there's
1: time trials the stunt mode and then the 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 main race stuff
0: yeah and versus mode and versus that's right yeah um yeah and then and then there's you know basically just sandbox drive around wherever you want mode yeah which oh. is also really fun because <laughs> the thing is like just messing i I mentioned earlier I said this is basically a physics sandbox. Um, the way that your jet ski interacts with, like, the waves and the obstacles and the things that you can do off of them are, uh, like, so much fun to just to just play around with.
1: It's, it's impressive from a technical standpoint to me because they could have easily just phoned it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? Like, you wouldn't have known back in 1996. The fact that you can play it today and it feels right mm-hmm. is what's kind of... I mean, you would have known, but you wouldn't maybe have you wouldn't have been judgmental about it because it was 1996. Whereas now playing it, you have all the experience of playing and uh, other games and your expectations are high. So it's easy sure. to be judgmental about these kinds of things like, Oh, that doesn't feel right at all. That's not how, that's not how that makes that like that works. Right. And, right, and right. to have it feel good. It's, it's, I don't know. It kind of blows my mind.
0: <laughs> it. They could very, very, very easily have made Wavery 64 be a racing game. That basically feels like you are driving a car on road that looks like water. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no one the... would particularly have complained. No. And it is so not that. It's so, like...
2: I. It's, it's difficult
0: take... to even... Com, it, to, it's difficult to even explain. But essentially, like, you're always... You're always bouncing mm-hmm. off the waves. Yeah.
1: Well, because the B button is literally to help you uh, to, like slow down the bounces like yeah B like B button, to dampen like, the to dampens it yeah 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 i'd slow it down but
0: yeah yeah know. it's yeah. like a little you do like a little downward thrust on the on the machine so that you don't get popped up off the waves you kind of like you can kind of like push through them a little yeah, bit you like crash through it a bit yeah, yeah. yeah exactly which is good because the waves can really like pop you way up in the air and <laughs> that sounds that's great for stunt mode but it ain't great for speed. Yeah, especially if you're if you're like, "Oh, I wanted to go to the right of that
1: thing and now I've sailed over it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even even uh, the way that you, you know, if you hit something, you don't just necessarily fly off the thing. You know how in Outrun, no matter what you hit, you spin, you either do a little out of control spin like 360, mm-hmm. 1080 kind of thing or you yeah, yeah, just yeah. tumble to your well, would yeah, or horrible, it's like an gruesome... action
0: movie end over end spinning flip.
1: Yeah, whereas in this, there 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 is a bunch of different types of uh collision mm-hmm. outcomes for your yes. character on the on the jet ski, which feels good. Like, you know, if you bump the side of a uh, of an obstacle, with yeah. just the side of your jet ski, maybe you're just going to pop off the you're just going to like lose your footing, but you're still holding on to the 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 bars. So yeah, you, you pull yourself back bit. up. Yeah, you like slip off it. Or, I mean, and you can get completely knocked off or if you, or I don't remember which stage it is, but it's a stage where the tide is uh, receding. So yes. like the, 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 uh, the playable water space is disappearing with each lap. Yeah. And, that's
0: Southern Island. The last one.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I, I was doing a barrel roll because I, I just like doing the barrel roll yep. and I landed on top of the, like my character just got, uh, smashed on the boat. Because I did a barrel roll over the one jump and I yes! was not going fast enough and just landed yes. upside down right on the ship. And was like, oh, crap.
0: Literally <laughs> so obviously... failed stunts are
1: one of the most fun things you can do in this game. <laughs> and that that just goes to it being, uh, you know, the physics, right? Yeah. Because that's, that's part of why it's fun. It's not that you're failing. It's that, oh, man, th- that dude just got wrecked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it literally is just like, that's why, that's why I mentioned going to Marine Fortress and just like playing around to like flip my, flip my character up in the air because like, you know, 12 year old me thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I remember doing that in, 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 a different, um, uh, uh, one of the cruising games. No, not cruising. Um, oh God, what was the, what was this? The the sister games to the cruising games it, it was like the extreme god uh, uh San Francisco rush
0: i was going to say San Francisco rush
1: yeah those i those games had some fun sandbox modes that i just remember driving in and doing dumb stuff in uh like i think there was one that had like i don't know if it was a level builder or what but i remember there being something weird that you could do and i it, it's a similar idea right where you just Mess around as as a kid because it just seems so cool to (laughs) explore that space. I mean, I'm I'm talking to you right now, driving
0: around Dolphin Park, so I'm. I'm,
1: (laughs) It's still fun to do.
0: (laughs) It really is, and honestly, like part the one thing that kind of sucks is that if you go into warm up mode, yeah, it's only Dolphin Park.
1: Yeah, that 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 you know what that is that is a fault of the game for sure. It would have been nice. Which is why any any. Mode or any uh, track,
0: which is why what I will do, what I would do most of the time, is just go into like a time trial. Sure, and then just have the play for like ninety nine minutes. Yep, <laughs> totally let the timer just top out. Yeah, <laughs> just hanging out in that. It's specifically in Marine Fortress. It's that starting area with those two like concrete the pillars. huge waves. Yes, yeah, yeah, and the big waves. Yeah, because the
1: the so the waves they like those two waves are always right there it feels like at least to some extent yeah so if you keep going back and forth they'll they'll always they'll be there to a degree that you can then launch over cuz it's it's you know totally you can launch over the concrete things or you can
0: just do dumb tricks into the concrete <laughs> which was in fact the thing that I would do more often than not <laughs> yeah, of is course. just you know play crash test dummy with it for a while <laughs> Because that was hilarious to me. It's still hilarious. <laughs> but like, that's what I mean. It's just a, it's just a fun physics sandbox to just mess around and see what you can get the, just see what you can get the, the, the character to do. Yeah. See what you can get the physics to do. It's just fun to play around with. The racing is great. It is like, it's tight. It controls well. You can customize the way your, your jet yeah. ski controls, which you know, affects things like your acceleration, your top speed, your handling. Um, you can, I think one of the sliders is like your your grip. And I think tighter grip means it's it's uh, less likely that you'll fall off, but looser grip means you go faster. Something like that, yeah. So like there's a lot of customization, sort of Mario Kart style, but like Future later Mario, Mario Kart. Karts, like Future Mario Kart 8 style.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely not Mario 64.
0: No. No. It's like they're doing Mario Kart 8 style customization in terms of how your uh, in terms of how your craft handles in 1996, literally yeah. before
1: Mario Kart 64. Yeah, Mario Kart 64 wasn't in America. It was like February or something like that of 97.
0: Also, shout outs to uh, Wavery 64 being the N64 game where you can actually do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> That's an actual barrel roll. <laughs> Wait, why is the Star Fox one not? The Star Fox barrel roll is actually known as an aileron roll. Ah, see, look, it goes back to your Ace Combat years. So, like, the difference is, um, an actual barrel roll is when you turn the entire craft, um, like, sort of on an axis, like you're, like, you're tracing the outside of a barrel. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, so it would be like your your craft stays
1: like, oh, I see what you're saying. So the other one is a spin in the middle where, yes. where you're just. Yeah,
0: it's like the axis is it's like the difference between like the axis is in the middle of your craft. Mm-hmm. That's the aileron roll, And that's gotcha. what you do in Star Fox. Yep, yep, yep. An actual barrel roll do is an where I like, roll. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it doesn't, the, doesn't,
1: doesn't flow the, as well.
0: An actual barrel roll would be, like, the axis of the spin is, like, above your craft, and you have to, like, rotate around it with, like, the top of your craft facing it at all times. Okay, yeah. Which is more like what you do in Wave Race. That is what you do in Wave Race, yeah. (laughs) Where it's, like, you're actually spinning the entire craft around.
1: You know, shout out to Nintendo for being a company so ballsy that they're like, hey, we're going to make this console. We're going to make it so there's four controller ports on the front. And then we're not going to release a game that you can use <laughs> with four people for like eight months
0: after the console's released. <laughs> I understand. Like, so Nintendo in its, in its never-ending quest to quote-unquote innovate. Yes. Um, tends to kind of drag the rest of the industry along with it. <laughs> and all of us. <laughs> so I feel like there are a lot of instances where they will introduce a feature and then everyone else has to figure out how to use that feature. <laughs> but like, it, it's never like, it's never ready when they actually launch the console. No. I mean, just look at the bottom side of the GameCube, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there, there we have like these capabilities. <laughs> you figure it out. Right. We'll, we'll release Mario Kart eventually, all right? <laughs> and sometimes you get the Wii where everyone figures it out immediately. And is like, oh, yeah, we can do this. And sometimes you get the Wii U where nobody bothers. Not even Nintendo. <laughs> right. Well, so I feel like the... a four-player console, as something that no one had really seen before, was something that was of interest, but no one was ready to to make a four-player game. Hell, I, the, I mean, aside from Mario Kart,
1: what was, what was the next... Was GoldenEye actually the next four-player game?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I mean there's a lot I mean, there that, that, are a that, lot of them. Let
1: me let me rephrase. I wonder if it's the next one that would be worth playing. <laughs> Not that there weren't other four player games that came out in the first year or so of the console.
0: I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't know when Snowboard Kids came out. Oh yeah, Snowboard Kids, yeah, that's true. I we guess should... Star Fox
1: 64 uh, had a had a pretty fun multiplayer mode. If I you actually
0: know. really like the I like the Star Fox sixty four multiplayer mode better than I like the campaign mode. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun mm-hmm. just to
1: drive around or fly around. Well, I guess drive around sometimes. Blast each other.
0: Especially when you figure out how to unlock the uh, the Landmaster and, uh, and um, on foot modes.
1: Yeah, the on foot modes are hilarious.
0: Yeah, because it's clearly not built for that. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> but but it's you cool. can just
0: do it anyway, and it's just fun. And then they actually tried to make it a real thing with Star Fox Assault, and that game is fine. Yeah, it's, that's a word for it. I, w- I want to say it's bad, but it's probably the last decent actual Star Fox game. Sure. I, I mean, I think Star Fox
1: 64 is still the only one I care about.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that is basically the gold standard at this point, but. And even then, I haven't replayed it since. Star Fox 64 or er, Star Fox 64 was excellent. Um, Star Fox Assault is like, Sort of an attempt to be the closest thing we got to a Star Fox 64 2. Wait, is is that the Wii U one? No, that's the GameCube one. I don't even remember that one. It's the one where they finally made Crystal a playable character.
1: Yeah, I remember. I think I own it. I just don't remember it.
0: It... I played around a bit in the Versus mode, which is inferior to the... Uh, it's inferior to the N64 versus mode that is not uncommon like the gold
1: like as time went on the james bond games for multiplayer was just worse and worse i, I don't understand how golden eye and then perfect dark which was the the god's gift to like couch gaming but afterwards everyone was like that was way too much work we're never replicating it and then yeah. and then you look at the options and future games that were on the gamecube that should be at least as good as the the golden multiplayer options because those were there was a lot there but it wasn't it wasn't nearly to the extent of Perfect Dark, and then future games just were like, mm, not even going to have, it's I not think, even going to be as good as that.
0: I think the, the as long as we're talking about numbered console generations, that would be the sixth generation. Yes. Um, I think this, like, one of the defining features of, like, the sixth and seventh generation of multiplayer games, or of, of game development in general... Online? is tacked on multiplayer modes oh yeah that well that like or, or multiplayer designed entirely around online play where they like, i were mean they... you're starting to get that that's what but I, I'm, thought... I'm talking about like metroid prime 2 <laughs> a game that has no business having a multiplayer mode but they had to do it because that was the style at the time God, I never even like. We have to have a multiplayer mode. What multiplayer is... modes are popular. What is Metroid Prime
1: Two multiplayer?
0: It's just a. It's just like a, a third person shooter arena map. Metroid Prime Two? Yes. I never played that multiplayer ever. Seriously? Yeah. It totally has one. It's it like no one talks about it. I don't remember just, that. It's just there. It's just tacked on. Is that where is that where Hunters came from? <laughs> Hunters might have been before that, actually. I'm not sure. No, no, no I don't no, know. I don't no, know the no, timeline. No, no.
1: That was uh, Hunters was on the, the 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 DS the DS, which came out later.
0: Yeah, I suppose the I suppose the link cable was uh was for the GBA to the yes, GameCube, so yeah. that makes sense. I mean, yeah, the... but th- that's what I'm saying. Like, no one remembers that Metroid Prime Two had a had a multiplayer. No, I. And there were a lot of games that were single player experiences that just had a multiplayer mode tacked on because they just because the marketing people were like, this game won't sell unless it has a multiplayer. Everyone wants multiplayer. You have to put multiplayer in the game. To be fair, I think that's true when it comes to the the
1: GoldenEye or the James Bond uh, franchises.
0: (laughs) I mean, shooters in general, I get it. Yeah. Because like at that that's point like at that point you've got you know goldeneye got big and then perfect dark got big, and you start getting into your you know your arena shooters you've got like you've got like quake and unreal doing stuff you've got uh you know on consoles you've got call of duty is starting to get into it, but they haven't really hit modern warfare yet uh so, yeah the 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 true
1: pinnacle of the the sixth generation that's
0: that's when That's when everyone was like, oh,
1: yeah, this is, this is, this is the, this is where we want to be now for, for shooters.
0: Yeah. Halo. Halo was, Halo was probably the standard bearer. Like everybody wanted that Halo multiplayer. Yeah. And then Um, Halo
1: 2 was, you know, the first big game to have online on a console. It was a big mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. That was cool.
0: Yeah. So like, that was like, that was the trend at the time. And like, you we all know how game developers have to chase a trend. Like now every, and now everything needs gotcha mechanics and a battle Royale mode.
1: Yeah. It, it, so this is off topic, but sort of on topic. Did, did you, are you interested at all in the Kirby game? The, um, the I watched, Kirby?
0: yeah, I watched a little bit of it and it's like, it looks fun, but it looks also very, very basic.
1: Yeah. I I, I was, on the fence about it, but then I saw that it was just simple Kirby's Fall Guys, and I was kind of like, yeah. mm, no, I'll pass.
0: I think I could play it for a little bit and have some fun with it, but I'm not, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm particularly missing anything by not playing it.
1: Well, no, that's, and that's sort of where I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm sure yeah. it's
0: fun. It's, it's just, I was like, mm, mm. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's probably going to be a perfectly fine, completely missable game. Mm-hmm. And I do think they priced it fairly, because it's like 15 bucks, isn't it? I thought it was free. It's free? Oh. I could be Uh, wrong. Let me, let me, don't, don't take my word for
1: it. If it's free, I'll probably go try it then. How do they make money? That doesn't seem like Nintendo.
0: I just assumed there were microtransactions.
1: Oh God, I hope not.
0: I don't know. Oh no, you're right. It is fifteen dollars.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. That's that seemed more like Nintendo. Dude, I was on the fence about it being about
0: when it was free. Oh my god! I am now off the fence. You, you you were, you were, you were not even convinced to spend five minutes to
1: download and play it when it was free.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that says all you. Need yeah, to know. I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was free, and I was like, I don't know. That seems missable. <laughs> now that I wow. find out it's actually fifteen dollars, it's like, yeah, that's very missable. <laughs> that's,
1: this, is, this is my favorite part of the conversation today. <laughs> Oh man, the realization that your game's
0: not worth playing when it's free is pretty rough. <laughs> I feel bad because, like you know, <laughs> Kirby's Q. Oh, and I I loved the Forgotten World. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but this oh, just man. it goes back into what we were saying the other day. <laughs> well, I don't. It's probably a couple months ago at this point. I don't know. It was yesterday. Whatever. Sure. There was a point where you were like, Kirby is just the character that they throw into whatever weird idea that they have. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like, we have we want to make a game like this. Make it a Kirby thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it, make it's, it's, it Kirby it's, it's... Golf. Make it Kirby Pinball. Make it Kirby Fall Guys. Make it Kirby, like, racing. weird. Yeah, racing. But, like, not quite racing. Man, Nintendo does, like,
1: the most interesting racing games, don't they? They really do. And then they're like, let's forget about those forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mentioned it earlier. Is like I would a hundred percent play a new wave. I would play a new wave race game before I would play a new F Zero game.
1: Heck yeah, me too. I, I like the idea of F Zero. I am bad at F Zero. I don't know if so it's so terrible at F Zero. Like I don't know if what it is. If it's the speed, I remember doing the the snaking with the yep. black bull in mm-hmm. uh, F Zero GX, and I I I could be like. I'm not particularly good at racing games to begin with, but I I, I Same. think with snaking, which is more or less cheating, I could, uh, maybe beat like the second difficulty. I want to say I'm not sure. I don't remember. That I game played
0: F Zero GX for a little while and was very bad at it. Came <laughs> to realize that like, you know, I looked up because it was the it was the type of thing where it's like I'm starting to get better. And I'm running these races really cleanly. I'm taking the corners right. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not hitting anything. I'm not bumping into any walls. <laughs> right. You know, I'm even hitting a couple of shortcuts pretty cleanly. And I'm finishing in like fifth. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt when I played that game. I
1: was like, I don't understand anything. I don't get it.
0: And it's like, what am I not? Like, it, it feels like, okay, I'm missing a button or a mechanic or something. <laughs> like, there's something I'm not doing. And then I look up, I, I I look up like, hey, you know, like what's yeah, game FAQs? Yeah, and forum posts and like, hey, why am I not winning? Right. Right? Like what am I what am I doing wrong? What's the what's the problem here? And the answer is like, what's your racing line look like? <laughs> yeah. Have you have you optimized your uh have you have optimized you your your path through the Perfectly
1: through the course.
0: Yeah. Like, are you are you snaking? Are you you know? Are you taking the right shortcuts? Are you uh? Is your is your racing line optimal to preserve speed through corners? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm no, I just playing a video game. No, well, not only
1: that, but I'm I'm playing on easy. <laughs> like, I, like they they got it down in Mario Kart. If you play 50cc, you can pretty much drive backwards and win.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Pretty much. zero
1: GX was like, mm. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it is a game that demands near perfection. It does, yeah. And I don't I don't like racing games nearly enough to care that much <laughs> yeah. about getting through it. So I got like a few races in and I was like, "Okay, time to never touch this game again." That's <laughs> how I felt too. And you, you know, know what? I... Like Wave Race Blue Storm for the GameCube? Yes. Is also awesome, but I did not spend as much time with it. Part of I think that it's... Is that I just didn't own it. <laughs> Which, you know, that'll do it. Wow. <laughs> this is this is a shattering report. <laughs> but I I rented it a few times and had it for quite a bit and had a lot of fun with it. And I hear <laughs> most people say that it just does what Wavery 64 does, but, you know, improves on it. That's what I was gonna say, is that it's 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 more of the same.
1: Yeah. So there's a chance you could have Felt like you already did it because, you know, it was five years later or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Like, I was Uh, basically done with Wave Race by the time Blue Storm came out. And then I played it and was like, yeah, it's Wave Race. Yeah, that's cool. I did not realize that 64 was the second Wave Race. Yeah, I'm actually, like, legitimately curious to play the Game Boy one now. I didn't. I thought I would be able
1: to before we talk, so i can't add any fun insight into that but i I like i was gonna suggest we just do it for a different podcast yeah i think that'd be fun to do sometime yeah for sure i i'm i'm because that was that was uh I, I i had no idea i thought wave 64 was the very first in the 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 whole jet ski racing nintendo thing but nope there's a game boy game that came out in 92
0: it's just like them to just like Grab that random game from the Game Boy and be like, "This is a franchise now. This is our launch title for our new big console." <laughs> but you know, if you think she about it, it moto, makes okay. <laughs> it makes a ton of sense because, like, if you look at it in the sense of like, why did they pick Wave Race '64 to be something that they they have as a launch title, dude, dude? Because it looks awesome. Also, the Game Boy... It is a tech demo. The Game Boy Rave Race had a four-player multiplayer
1: feature. That's ridiculous. Uh,
0: The game Who is going to link Cable to that many other Game Boys? The
1: game game includes 16 courses. Buoys, pylons, jumps, players begin as a slower class of watercraft and graduate to faster engines, yada, yada, yada. You get a turbo boost, and the game features four-player multiplayer.
0: So, let me get this straight. (laughs) What the hell? Just so we're clear on this, Wave Race for the Game Boy features four-player multiplayer. Yes. But Wave Race 64 (laughs) with four controller ports on the front of the console features two-player multiplayer. Nintendo looked at that and was like,
1: this is too easy for players. How do we... We can't possibly let them just plug four controllers into
0: play. (laughs) I know why it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's the, like
1: hardware limitations and like absolutely the time and like how do we like they 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 didn't know how to program for the 64
0: optimally yet and all that kind of stuff. It, 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 I yeah. understand one hundred percent. This game is like a technical achievement for, and, yeah, a, oh my and God, like yeah. a graphical marvel for its era and, nice, and it's that's that nice what they want. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, this was the one that they they could throw this at on a display center and be like, oh whoa, what's that? And yes, it would, it would exactly. turn your head it would absolutely turn your head if you saw this playing on a TV
0: in, in 100%. It is it is the it is the graphical head turner of like, "Oh wow, the N64 is capable of that?" Yeah, it's, it's it, Because and... me playing it last night here in 2022 was like, "Oh wow, the N64 is capable of that?" <laughs> and I had played it for hundreds
1: of hours as a kid. Well, and and it was a good demo because so if if you didn't know or care about video games or you, you were interested in tech, but you didn't care about games that much, right? And right. you saw Mario running around. You might be like, I don't know who that is. Who cares? It doesn't yeah, really... Yeah, who cares? But if you saw something like, oh, whoa, that dude's driving a jet ski on water and it looks fun. It might right. it might turn your head. Right. It might make you think, oh, maybe I'll play that. So it was a really smart decision. And and according to the sales, uh, in Japan, it, it sold like 150,000 by the end of the, the first year of 96, but in America, it was like a million units by the next by the following year because you know it took way longer for the 64 to pick up sure uh traction but it, it did really well overall and i don't know if percentage wise like a tenth of the sales in japan compared to here if that's good or bad like i have no idea but a, I, I feel like a million units moved of wave Race 64 is sort of impressive for
0: anything that moves a million units in the 90s is a huge success yeah If it's a racing game and it's not a Mario Kart game, that's a miracle.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's also one of those moments of Nintendo. I know you made like, what do you make the next wave race, bros?
0: (laughs) I mean, I can only assume that the decision is rooted in like nobody played Blue Storm, I guess. No like yeah probably that's probably what people happened. People didn't buy F-Zero. Blue Storm so now the franchise is dead for 20 years.
1: <laughs> Blue Storm and I mean heck if they don't care about they're not, <laughs> they're not even really pushing that hard for Metroid. It feels like <laughs> so Wave Race is a lost cause.
0: <laughs> I mean come on it's it's been less than a year since we got Dread.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, fair. R- maybe Metroid Dread was phenomenal.
0: It was very very good. It's Metroid Dread. Is one it has games. to have been because it's like the only new AAA game that we've done a podcast on. True. It
1: was, man. It's it's one of those games where I can see the 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 box art or like the the a, a still from the game and think, hmm, I could I could boot that up. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I I've kind of had the
0: same thing every time I see it. I was like, man, I could play that like right now. I don't actually do it. No, but there's there's a like a little bit of pull to like, oh man, that looks fun. They played it during the GDQ. Yeah,
1: I think it was summer GDQ. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. And oh yeah, because the other one would have been winter. Yeah, no, it was it was it was just like two months ago. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, it made me want to play it again, especially because some of the things they were doing, like oh, that makes so much sense. That's so cool. Yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. that part wrong, or like not necessarily wrong, but I could see where you could you less could efficiently. It so <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> clearly I wasn't playing it efficiently since I was really frustrated with the 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 timing mechanic at, when I first played because I just didn't want to play it like that yeah but I ended up having a lot of fun especially with the like the final boss fight and stuff where you had to I think I think it bugged me that I didn't I didn't want to have to do it for all of the minion like everything that I was fighting against but during the boss fights I kind of enjoyed it I don't know
0: yeah the the cinematic ones are are really cool and it
1: feels good to do it when the like You happen to read it just right where you could have gotten hit, but you didn't. And then you, you know, do something neat because of it. So that was it was fun during the boss fights, I feel like in in hindsight. But I still not a huge fan of doing it more often than that, which whatever.
0: I kind of am on the entire other side of the fence. Oh, yeah. Were you like
1: in the in the the all the time or you mean you like it?
0: I mean, I like the more like the more twitchy timing things you can throw at me the better
1: oh okay yeah no that makes sense i mean that fits your style of play though for yeah, sure yeah yeah whereas i'm more i'm definitely more like yeah let's play on the chill mode
0: yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but particularly when it comes to like defensive like i i love a, a like a option. well-timed defensive option yeah me like too. a sort of high risk high reward thing where it's like you know, dodge or parry at the right time and then you can get like a, a good counter attack Yeah. No, that, it's part that, of the reason I like uh, part of the reason I like Double Dragon Dion so much. Ah, is because okay. one of the primary mechanics is like a crouch. But it's yeah. it's like a it's like a duck, so you can duck under like a punch and then come back up with like an uppercut or a rising knee. That's, That's pretty cool. And it's like it just feels good to do. You yeah. you get a you get sort of the the feel for the cadence and it's just like it gives the whole combat, like, a rhythm to it that I just really like.
1: That makes sense. That that sort of, that, that fits with my idea of, like, a style of game that you would really enjoy. Yeah. Hey, you know what's kind of neat with the with is 64? Some of the early 64 games had, they had the manuals, obviously, because every game came with a manual. But sure. they also had these, like, uh, I think they're called Operation Cards or something that came with them.
0: Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember that. there it was, like,
1: a fold-out of... You know, a quick reference of here's here's the basic idea of all the stuff you can do in the game.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I remember Wave Race had that where it was it was going over all of the how to do like tricks and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember studying that a lot because there were some there were a couple of of um, tricks that I had a really hard time finding. I was always able Mm. to do the I was always able to do the handstand. Sure. And I was always able to do like the the flips over the ramp like those made sense to me. Yeah, those were good. A lot of the other standing tricks, like there's one where you could just turn around backwards on the on handlebars. Yeah, handle you do like a spin on it, yep. Yeah, and, and like ride it backwards. And there's another one where you like stand up on the, you like kind of stand up on the handlebars. Yeah, yep. Um, And it took me like months to figure out how to do those consistently. <laughs> yeah, it feels, it, some of them feel kind of weird. Yeah. But like, they all look cool and feel good to do. And I really like that when you're, like you can hold a trick for a long time. But then, like, it changes your handling. Mm-hmm. It makes your handling more difficult, and it makes you more prone to fall off if you hit like, not even a wall, but like a big wave. You it could just—I just, was going to say, yep. Like, just little subtle. Like, there's so much little subtle stuff in the game that just makes it feel right. Did Did you end up unlocking the the dolphin? To I didn't this time, but I've done it before.
1: I did. I had never. Uh, unlocked it before i didn't do it this time either because i was like i don't feel like doing all these tricks and going through the the rings
0: yeah i (laughs) i had thought initially that it was just a code you put in at the menu
1: yeah that's what i was looking for i was like yeah okay i'll I'll do a code
0: i can spend some time with that i was like oh no i gotta
1: actually do it
0: now yeah because i (laughs) I looked it up last night and i was like how do you get the dolphin i want to ride around on the dolphin for a little bit and then I was like, and then it was like, all right, so you go into stunt mode and you go through all the rings and then you do one of every trick before you run out of time and then you can unlock the dolphin. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Because I had actually, I was just kind of, I was just kind of like playing around in, in stunt mode and in warm up mode and just kind of like driving around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I looked it up. I, I'd, I'd finished all of the, uh, all of the championships, all the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. So I was done with all that and just getting a few extra minutes in, just trying out some of the other modes, and I was like, let's see if we can get the dolphin. And by the time I saw what it was required, I was like, nope, I'm done. I don't I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> no, not yet. But I, I've gotten it before and like it's it's basically just a it's more or less just a, a um like a, a
1: model swap. But but it's nice to have something that you didn't have to pay for.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, and it's actually <laughs> something that you earn with something you do in game, which is cool. Yeah, it's weird. Which, which uh, uh, one? One final question I
1: have for you about wave races: what What character do you like?
0: So when I was uh, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I played almost exclusively as the girl. Yeah, me well, too. Whose who's yeah. name I believe is Ayami Stewart. Yeah. Um, This time, because I wanted to do something a little different and also just see if the characters actually handle differently, which is eh, sort of. They do, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mitigated by the fact that you can actually just change the handling <laughs> yeah. of the vehicle however you want. Yeah. But I do think there's still differences between the characters. I think um, there's differences. I used M Jeter this time. M Jeter. I don't what, know what what attracted
1: you is. to M Jeter. Oh, he's blue. Yeah, that's a good.
0: I I I liked. I also like the the
1: Mariner guy, the the big dude. Yeah, I liked him as a kid because I always thought that the the big chunky characters were f- like kind of funny in games like like the in um. Uh, Ice hockey. I loved having just a whole team of the the big fat ones.
0: What is is the deal in in Nintendo racing games where like (laughs) this just is the I mean, there's only four characters. Yes. But like they pretty much cover the archetypes (laughs) where it's like, you know, standard athletic build, dude, skinny girl, standard athletic build, dude, fat guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like, those are the, those are the models. <laughs> I felt kind of bad because I used, uh, I used the girl, like, all the time as a kid. Yeah. And then, like, when you don't play as her, she gets completely destroyed in all the, in, Oh, yeah, like, dude, the, the, I feel
1: like that, the, the computer just crushes it with the big guy. Yeah. That guy, that guy. 100%. A, that dude's just a tank that rolls through everyone to first
0: place. Yeah, there is clearly a tier list, at least in terms of how the uh, at least in terms of how the actual AI handles these characters yeah, like there's, no they are not created equal. No. <laughs> now, I don't know how uh, I, I feel like I remember uh, D Mariner being like the dude to beat even when i was younger so i mm-hmm. don't think that's a coincidence but i kind of don't know where uh where uh M. Jeter, the guy that i i used
1: i'm curious i kind of want to look up like uh a guide all right so this hold on i kind of want to know like FAQs. okay so I'm, i okay i have this 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 is i mean take this with a grain of salt because it's just mm-hmm. one game faq person sure. going through it sure, sure but it's there. there's a I guess it's the variations are mostly top speeds, how they turn, and how well they can do tricks and stuff.
0: Right. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if, um, if Ayami Stewart's whole thing is like she does tricks well. So this person is basically saying Hayama
1: is average. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need to use him. You should use M. Um, oh, Stewart okay. is. Seems like she's slower, okay handling, okay mm-hmm. stunts. She's like, oh she's alright also, but kind of low tier. And so you should just use Jeter. Then Jeter's like, oh, Jeter's the best. And then Mariners don't ever use him because he's uh much harder to do stunts and much harder to turn with. Just because he's a big boy.
0: Yeah. I so imagine barely. it's I imagine what it probably is, is he has the best top speed and that, probably the his- he probably has great top speed and great and bad handling. Yeah. But the AI knows like. that and can handle him really well. So he's just faster than everyone. I mean, yeah, the AI just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> the AI there can is do also, things. There is also um, the, the actual like weight of the character. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think seems to matter in terms of like, what, what characters can knock other characters off their jet skis when they bump.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. I, like, I lost my handling every time I came within, like, three feet of Mariner. <laughs> Mariner's girth got in your way without even being close to you. <laughs> like, there literally, was, there literally were, like, multiple moments where he just, like, slightly nudges me, and I like, go ah. totally sideways. <laughs> <laughs> There was also a fun moment. Did you have any any moments while you were playing where you're uh, you're going free and clear to the ending and then slam into the side of the finish line and fall off your uh, (laughs) fall off your jet ski? Not this time, but it had happened to me in the past. (laughs) It it happened to me a lot in the past, but definitely, definitely in this uh, in this instance. (laughs) I think it was uh, I think it was Sunset Bay and I was just like I was just heading through to the finish line free and clear and then I was like I hit a wave wrong and it sent me off to the right and I just full bore slammed into the concrete pillar <laughs> and everyone blast. went by I did have a fun race
1: this time where I won by like a hun- like a thousandth of a second like
0: oh yeah I had a couple really uh I had a couple really um really what do you call it? Uh, like, really, it was very tight. close. Like, ones. yeah, yeah. It was, I,
1: there was no way I should have. I felt like I should not have won because I took a turn way too wide by accident. And then the guys that me was like, oh, crap. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I won by like not even it's not even fair to call it a fraction of a second. Like <laughs> the, the numbers were the exact same across our thing, except for the very last one. And it goes, you know, that's like third. Uh, so third it's like decimal a decimal point.
0: Yeah, it's like a thousandth of a second at yeah, that point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I that was nuts. I mean, I suppose that's why they put that far. I mean, that's why they have that many seconds or yeah. that many decimal points is because it totally. can happen.
0: But that that was cool. That was yeah, it feels yes. good. <laughs> I had one. I think that was. I I had one that I think was uh, decided by like two hundredth of a second or something like that. Like we were like side by side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you know should have Not, I not quite it. that
1: close. I mean, basically, right? What's the once? once <laughs> it's 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 more or less the same thing. But I I, I forgot you can record uh, little moments on the Switch. Oh, that's, yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah. Totally forgot you could do that. I actually yeah, forgot too. you could save state.
0: Oh, that's... Because f- save states are actually kind of how I got through the expert mode.
1: Well, I didn't do the final one. I only did normal and hard.
0: Well, I got through normal and hard without them, and then I yeah. started save stating at the beginning of races. Yeah, no, that makes
1: sense, because I didn't play... The I, I I would have probably remembered an expert when I got, you know, handled. <laughs> but and then the I'm like, hmm, uh, I don't want to redo this again. Even though
0: Yeah, the thing is, like, we didn't talk about this. Like, I think one of the most so there's only eight tracks that you actually race on, and there's yeah. nine if you include Dolphin Park. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't very many. No, they're fast. And they're very and they're relatively small. Um but as the difficulty escalates they actually do a really good job of kind of remixing the tracks because they start opening different paths that you have to take and, and yeah, and doing different uh, and doing different stuff in terms of like the direction you have to like the the course route, the course route and also the course conditions. Oh,
1: true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is, are where are the waves? How are the waves happening? Like, what's, yeah, yeah, what's, yeah.
0: Oh, where's, but, the where, where's the tide? Where's the Yeah. Like, That's you true. do, we didn't you do expert that. mode Southern Beach, and there is, like, almost no water where the finish line is. You <laughs> yes, have to, you like, almost perfect. duck inside the right corner of the finish line because, like, the tide is almost all the way out. That's so cool. I did not do that. I,
1: yeah, you know, I might go, I might play expert mode. I mean, I have the, I'm, I'm still just driving around Dolphin Park doing backflow. It's
0: worth doing if only because there's a track that you don't get to play otherwise. Really? Yeah, Wait, they add one? a new tra- they add a new track on each on each. Oh, that's right. Level.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's uh, you do the glacier one. That's true. I didn't do glacier. Yeah. By the way, do you have handy the names of the tracks in front of you? Uh, no, but I can hang on. Cause I went looking up the OST, which by the way is also great. It's not like outlandishly good. I wouldn't call it like one of the best OSTs on the N64, but it's very good. It is
1: just, it is It's very chill. Yeah, exactly. It is a comfortable, you're just hanging out, having a good time, Mm -hmm. listening to some chill music. All right, here we go. I got got all the courses here.
0: So I looked up the OST, and the OST has what I can only assume is the names of the tracks in their original Japanese uh, titles, and they are different. Oh, okay. Some of them are the same, but some of them are different in amusing ways. So. How, how so? Well, go through and read the, uh, go through and read the names of the tracks and I will give you what they're listed as on under the OST, which again, I don't know that it's the, uh, I don't know for sure that it's the Japanese name, but it, well, you'll see. It sounds like it probably is.
1: All right. We have Dolphin Park. <laughs> which is still Dolphin Park. Okay. We have Sunny Beach. Sandy Beach. Sure. Sunset Bay. Still Sunset Bay. Drake Lake. Milky Lake. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Marine Fortress. Marine Fortress. Port Blue. Port Pirates. That's way cooler. Right? That's way cooler. It makes not a lot of sense considering the ship is just like a big frigate or whatever. It's not like a pirate ship. Or There's anything. no
0: pirates to be seen whatsoever.
1: Uh, Twilight City. Castle City. (laughs) Sure. Awesome. Glacier Coast. Cool Wave. That's the, you know, that fits really nice. Right? Why did they change it? I like Cool Wave. Right? Uh, And then Southern Island.
0: Still Southern Island.
1: Yeah, fair. I think, okay, so, Port Blue, Port Pirate is cooler, but it makes no sense. I'm okay with Port Blue. Yep. Glacier Coast being Cool Wave, way better. Yep. Drake Lake being Milky Lake, I don't.
0: <laughs> I understand because it's like the fog.
1: No, I I understand it too. But, but I'm, no, I'm I'm I Drake Lake kind of sucks also, but for different reasons. Just because it's like, well, that's not any fun. It's it's like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: There's ducks here, I guess. Sure. Oh yeah, okay. Duck. Lake. Okay, for real though, Drake Lake mm. is actually one of my favorite tracks.
1: You mean to to race on? To,
0: like actually, just yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um,
1: with the, it's got the, the,
0: the, the, uh, like the wooden t- pillars in the, at the one part, right? Oh yeah. Those yeah. are annoying, but if you're just going through and trying to crash into things and have like amusing physics things happen. That's a good that's one. Awesome. For that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's also one of the most forgiving in terms of, in terms of actual waves. Like it's, it's one of the flattest, so it's really easy to maneuver.
1: That makes sense. since It's supposed to be like a lake.
0: Yeah. But what I, but none of that matters. What, what is awesome about Drake Lake is the way the fog clears on the second lap.
1: You mean just from like an aesthetic point of view? Oh Yeah. Or? yeah okay, 100%. Okay, okay. 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 I wasn't sure if I was missing. So, yeah, yeah, no, no that is really cool.
0: Like literally just like you go through a lap and a half and it's just kind of this, you know, it's this gray foggy environment. And about as you go through lap two, it starts to clear up, and then it becomes this like bright, saturated blue lake, and it's gorgeous. Mm, yeah, and it's like that was another moment of like, wow, the N64 really did this.
1: That's yeah, that was my experience of playing this game.
0: Yeah, was, overall, oh,
1: it's 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 kind of so the, the fog lifting and then having it be a pretty background is is it was unnecessary. Right. But it's totally, it, it's, it's kind of like when we were playing Alien Soldier and you got to that part where the, the lighting was affected based on what your power up was. or uh...
0: Yeah, and it was like different colors based on what you were shooting.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like an that's...
0: unnecessary level of polish that is only there for you to be like, oh, how cool. That's awesome.
1: Right. And, and, and to, to just appreciate that moment and then move on. Like it's not even supposed to be something you care about that much, right? Like it doesn't change the outcome of the experience. It's more, I mean, it doesn't change the, the actual outcome of the race or of the boss you're fighting in in alien soldier, but it's right. It's an aesthetic that you'll think about. And that's, that's so that's that level of polish is one of the things I've always appreciated about, you know, the, the first party Nintendo games that they really care. Like they really, they really do go that extra mile of making it feel good to, to to just experience even yeah. from simple things like mario when he's running and then he does the stop and it's like that slide that dee, like that like, yeah. like the screeching sound and there's like the little puff of cloud like the smoke cloud and stuff yeah that's, all of those little things are what uh make that make the the whole package feel great and then yeah. wave Race 64 is I, I i i did not come into this i thought it was just going to be like yeah it's 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 a five out of ten you know it's it's mid <laughs> <laughs> right that's it's, what they say that's what that's what that's what the the people are saying now. Um but I I think it's really awesome actually. <laughs> like I think it's I like Wave Race 64
0: is a top tier racing game. It to is play fun right now. to play and like incredibly impressive for its time period and even in some ways still. I really like I really... can't think I don't play a lot of racing games so I'm sure that there are some that have that have done this better but I can't think of a racing game that has more interesting mechanics based on its setting
1: i i i hope they release 1080 snowboarding because my memory of that game is i super uh well wait that, i was mixing two things i was gonna say i was gonna say it's really high but that's a dumb way to say it my memory of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> my memory of it is high yeah, yeah no, no.
1: <laughs> i loved wave race 64 or shoot 1080 snowboarding a lot so i I would like to see how it holds up in my head. Because I think I spent, so you you spent a ton of time playing playing Wave Race. I kind of, I spent more time playing 1080 snowboarding than I did Wave Race. So it'll be kind of like a flip if they ever drop it on the the uh, Nintendo Online, which I feel like they will since it is, you know, a Nintendo. It's first
0: party, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's also one of those games that was released later on the GameCube, I don't think did very well. And then they're like, eh,
0: that one's yep. done. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and there's a ten- lot of those, it turns out.
1: Yeah, because 1080 Snowboarding was another one of those ones that I, I want to say it sold, you know, million, two million copies. On, on I the feel 64.
0: like it must have because, like, there's a ton of them out in the wild. Oh, really? <laughs> like, you can't go to a used game store without seeing a 1080 Snowboarding.
1: <laughs> so it's one of the few 64 games that's not, like, you know, retail price still.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm
1: not saying it's cheap. Oh, they're just everywhere. I'm just
0: saying they're common. (laughs)
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: You can't buy a a retro game at this point without paying at least what would have paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: That that would that would that would be cool because 1080 snowboarding. I remember the tracks being really fun and intricate. Mm. My my actually my strongest memory of the game is we were playing. I was playing a multiplayer with Matt and I looked backwards with the C thing and like you can see the characters. But it's a 64, so they weren't rendered super well, and the dude's head just looked like a like an oval. But we said it kind of looked like a chicken nugget, sort of. And we just <laughs> we, we, we were we laughed about that a lot because you know we're twelve or whatever. Yep, totally. <laughs> and that's that's my memory of 1080 snowboarding.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they if they bring it on the uh, the virtual console or whatever, um, I'd be willing to give it a look because I definitely that was a rent it once and like didn't really get into it.
1: Yeah, well, you had Snowboard Kids, right? I yeah. you have Snowboard Kids too.
0: I had both. both.
1: Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to play I played it, two more, but yeah. I imagine one of those games may have been the aesthetic that you already had in your head, right? Because they were way for different. A,
0: for a snowboarding game, yeah. Basically, like, you know, I, you're looking for this sort of more Mario Kart, more Mario Kart type experience, and you have what is ultimately more of a... Sort of like a simulation, it's a of. simulation, yeah.
1: Sort, I mean, to an extent,
0: to a degree, yeah. It's <laughs> <I laughs> more like to... of a simulation than Snowboard Kids is,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's not coins on the snow on the on the slope.
0: You uh, you cannot shoot. We should do Snowboard Kids actually. As a...
1: I've I have never played Snowboard Kids, so yeah, really, never.
0: Oh man, like if you like a Mario Kart game, oh yeah, like. We should like we should hit those up like Cause it's, it's can, like, unfair because I already know what I think about them. That's Snowboard Kids 2 might be the single game that I have the most hours into in like in
1: in ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know about it and I know it's cool and I don't know why I never played it. There's a lot of 64 games that I would like to play through completely like like a uh, uh, not kid chameleon chameleon twist. Oh, yeah. Uh, I never I i played it and I, I think I don't remember if I beat it or not. I don't I don't remember it all now. Uh, I played a little bit of it. Play. I think
0: it was one of the requests that I had last year. So I think I played it for like one stream. Yeah, I do not remember liking it very much, but I also <laughs> I also have to like you have to frame that time. Yeah, frame. I have to frame that in terms of like I was really tired of doing what everyone else wanted me to do and just wanted to play my own games. So <laughs> <laughs> and it was late in the period. So I was getting very fatigued with it all. Oh, so, dude.
1: oh my God. Okay. I'm looking, I'm, I just looked up snowboard kids and I didn't realize that there's like Mario Kart to the point where there's laps, but since you're on a Hill, you have to take a ski lift back up.
0: Yeah. That's so freaking cool. Yeah. And you actually <laughs> like the ski lift will only take one at a time.
1: Right. So you can like, can you shoot your, can, if like there's someone right in front of you, you can blast them. So then you can like take their place in line. 100%. Yes. Okay. This, oh my God. How did I miss out on
0: this game at the, and I would have loved this so much. It's, it's such a good multiplayer experience. <laughs> it's an, like, it is excellent. Yeah.
1: This thing looks super fun. Yeah. We should play this.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm super down to do it. It's like one of my favorite racing games ever.
1: Oh, excuse me, I'm now yawning into the microphone.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? We're <laughs> already like we should... we're coming up on the two hour mark, so Yeah, whatever. We're we're just <laughs> It was a good podcast. We did a good pod it was a good wave race.
1: I had a lot of fun. Yeah. My the, the except for the, the the awkward transition in between the the first part and the second part. Uh, whatever what?
0: we've had more, or we've had more awkward transitions, and we will have more awkward transitions. Dude, what was okay? If if you, what was the Kawasaki Power
1: Wheels? Do you remember those commercials?
0: Yes, that I hundred percent. Can we? We should have that as the, as the outro.
1: <laughs> I love the the kid yelling like they talked about. Oh God, I, I need to. I need to find it because I really need to hear the where they where they actually just say the whole name of the Kawasaki Power Wheels. Man, whatever. I will do that after the the podcast is over, and everyone here that remembers it will be thinking to themselves, "They're like Kawasaki Ninja." Yep,
0: <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I, I realized that. Was like I a I, dirt I bike vaguely dirt remember the I vaguely remember the commercial having like a a sort of like. Like, like a power, like not a metal, but like a kid-friendly rock anthem.
1: Yeah, and like some of the kids have like bandanas and there's like a whole posse of them all. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I remember. I need to find it.
0: And I distinctly remember like a rap verse that goes something like Kawasaki Ninja's rule because Kawasaki Ninja's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good and 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 like <laughs> the close up at some point of like a dad smiling, but also you know he had to be disapproving because you know dads have to be disapproving also, but they yeah, can, of course but they, they can't just be happy for their kids because parents be... just
0: don't understand,
1: yeah, but they're also like, oh, that's great it's 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 got to be a mix of disapproval and enjoyment of what their child is doing. <laughs> Thanks, Wavera64.